Today we continue looking at the four fragile freedoms that make up our Baptist faith. We're looking at these freedoms so that we might be better prepared for our next pastor. Knowing who we are helps us understand who we might call and what we are to be about. We've looked at already the freedom of the church and the state from one another. Last week, we talked about the freedom of the Bible to speak for itself, and today we're speaking about the freedom of the church. It is foundational to our Baptist faith, and many will fight you over the autonomy of their local church. We are free in our congregation from anyone or anything outside of our church, except for the Lordship of Christ. And we would do well to remember that in everything we do, the Lordship of Christ guides our work so that we are representing the work of the church and God's will for the church in the world. And so we are agents, if you will, of God's will. And we are free to examine and determine our own destiny, if you will, as we believe that that is entwined with the Lordship of Christ. Our confession of faith is Jesus is Lord. And we want to do God's will, nothing more, nothing less, and nothing else. And the Lordship of Christ compels us to do what is right and best and safe for our congregation and our ministries, for our witness. And so in recent days, while some have thought it safe to gather again, we have been cautious because we have believed that to come together would be detrimental, not only to our work, but also to our witness. While we are free to decide whether to regather or not, we have been cautious because we believe, under the Lordship of Christ, that that is what we've been called to do. What is right, what is best, and what is safe. And those three guiding principles help us make decisions not only about the pandemic, but hopefully about anything in which we might be engaged. One thing to remember, we are free from government and politics. There is no political power that can rule over our church. While we pay attention to what is being done in the civic realm, we are not bound by any civic power. We are in Christ and with Christ, intertwined with Jesus, which to some is more crucial than any other identity that we would claim. First and foremost, we are in Christ. Now, what does that mean in Paul's day, in a world in which images of Caesar were everywhere, on everything, within 
everything. The confession of the empire is Caesar is Lord. But Paul writes to the Colossians and he says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God, not Caesar. In the empire story, the emperor is nothing less than a son of God. By virtue of his lineage in the rule of the emperors. But Paul says, listen to this, Paul says Christ is the firstborn of all creation. So worship Caesar if you wish, but Jesus, the Christ, is the firstborn. Jesus Christ is the beginning of the lineage, and we are in Christ. Paul has the audacity and the courage to, procru to proclaim not only that all things in heaven and earth were created through him and for him, but then he goes on to say, specifically, all thrones, all dominions, all rulers, and all powers are subject to the rule of Christ. Now, Paul was a Roman citizen, and he could say those things, but he paid the price for saying those things. We are free in our nation to dissent. We are free as individuals. We are free as a church to dissent. But it is better for our church to be a voice of witness for the Lordship of Christ. Again, I urge you to vote. And again, I will not tell you who I am voting for nor for whom you should vote. Because in the free church tradition, within the free church, we are also free from politics, free of politics as well. So we will not be holding a rally in our church for any political candidate or any political party. We might hold meetings to understand issues or to understand how the church can involve itself, but it will be nonpartisan and it will be for the whole as we've talked about already in separation of church and state. So we are free from any government and any politics that might be in the world. We also are free from any other church. No faith group or denomination can tell us what to do or lord over us except for the Christ. The church, this church and every free church, defines its own doctrine, its own operating procedures, defines how it will call and elect leaders from the pastor, staff members, and lay leadership. The church is free to act and to do regardless of any person or persons. Now, I want you to hear this very clearly. There is no hierarchy within our church. The call 
to pastoral ministry is not a higher calling, it's a priority calling. Just as God has called you to your profession, God has called us to our profession. It does not make it a higher calling. It is no more special than your calling. No professional pedestal is here for me or my ministerial colleagues to sit upon. And the next pastor that you call, there is no pedestal to put him or her upon either. There is no clerical power bestowed upon us except that which is bestowed upon us by the Holy Spirit. My job is to lead. My job is to give care. My job is to interpret the scriptures. And a little bit later this fall, we will be looking specifically at what a pastor does. But my job in my leadership is to lead alongside you, not ahead of you or above you. And the staff leads with you, not above you or over you. There are no offices outside of the church that can rule on us. There's no denomination that can dictate how we work and how we worship. There are relationships that we uh, pr appreciate and support. Leon Macbeth, renowned Baptist historian, says this, in the Baptist church, there are no bishops, no priests, no popes, nor any office that can dictate from the outside upon our church from the inside. We are free to worship and to work and to minister in a way as we discern God to be guiding us. And, and that freedom of discernment is critical. Even as we select a new pastor, pray for your pastor search committee. They are free to act, but they are free to act as they discern God to be guiding we are free from government. We are free from any outside church influence. And we are free from any one individual. The pastor does not control the church. The chair of deacons does not control the church. The chair of finance, the chair of personnel, no committee chair, no one person controls the work of the church. Now, there are churches where someone may be the patriarch or matriarch of the church, and they may think they run the church, but first and foremost, and hear me clearly here, first and foremost, we are under the lordship of Christ. Beyond that, we have to discern the will of God. Jesus Christ is our shepherd. He is our leader. 
and he is our authority. Again, Leon Macbeth says, a Baptist church is totally free to do anything or nothing with any group or any ministry that it chooses. A Baptist church is totally under the lordship of the Jesus Christ. Under this lordship, we define our doctrine, our polity, our very existence without the approval or permission of any outside body. In other words, the church, this church, every Baptist church is free to find its own way as we discern the will of God. So what do we do with this freedom? We be the church. We love the Lord with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We go ye therefore into all the world, telling them all that God has done for us. We baptize and we make disciples and we spiritually grow one another. We stay open to God's spirit. We pray to God and we be on guard. We be on guard that we don't give away this freedom. That no one or no thing would ever take away the freedom that we have as free and faithful Baptist followers of Jesus. The church is the bride of Christ. This church is the bride of Christ. And there will come a day when Jesus embraces us with an intimacy that is, is deeper and more joyous than we have ever known. Until then, we stay open to the leadership of Jesus and we practice the freedom of spiritual discernment, not decision-making, spiritual discernment that keeps us free and keeps us focused on doing the will of God. I'm grateful for you as a church people. I'm grateful for the freedom of this church. And I'm excited about the future for what God has in store for us. Free, free to be God's church. Let's pray together. God, thank you for giving us this freedom, this freedom that lets us seek you without apology or without seeking permission, freedom that allows us in our hearts to hear your voice and then to act upon it. Help us, God. Help us to know you and to love you and help us to wait upon you for that glorious day when Jesus will come again and we will have the ultimate freedom. We pray all this in his name. Amen.